Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
chosen to be at different places, Lord, but we chose to be here. 
Therefore, we are grateful that as we have come, may you satisfy us according to your word with the goodness of your house. There are great things in your house. There are good things in your house. There are blessings in your house, oh God. That's what the psalmist said. He would rather choose to be at the gatekeeper of your house than to be out there. We bless you. We honor you. I empty myself for you, oh God. Speak through me to your people. Use your word to bring encouragement. Use your word to bring comfort. Use your word to bring rebuke, oh Lord. Use your word, Lord, to bring direction in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless you and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Please sit in the presence of the living God. Why don't you sing unto the Lord? Thank you, the rest of the choristers. The Lord thy God. Amen.
by your side if you believe. Come on. the last part. Put your hands together for Jesus. Sorry, I have ended it. Beautiful. The Lord thy God. He is in our midst all the time. Even when you are by yourself. Hallelujah. Are you with me? How many have been in a situation where you wish you have other people with you? But sometimes you turn around and say, you are by yourself. I want to let you know that anytime you find yourself in such situation, once we are children of God, he will be with us. And he will be with you. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4. The root camp is next two weeks. Am I right, Pastor Nana? Or should we say next week? No, no, next two weeks. 29th of this month. And what is the root camp? Ask the person sitting by you. Do you know what it means I mean, what the root camp means, as the person, genuinely ask somebody. If you are not sure of root camp, give me a wave. We have many new members among us. Root, sorry, root rally. Sorry, root rally. What, does it, what is it? What is it? Who can explain, help us to understand? No, 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 MS. Root rally. Anyone? Oh, that means everybody knows. Every, nobody knows Root Rally. Or should I call somebody? What is Root Rally? Oh. Reverend, I know, but I'm shy. I don't want to say it. I'm also very shy. What is Root Rally? Daniel, you want to try? Yes. Give Daniel a microphone.
But I'm sure you know camp meeting, right? What is camp meeting? Because sometimes we can also assume that we'd, because we have many people who have joined us. But then are you with me, please? That's why I like what Bishop does. Anytime that he's saying a story that he has said so many, he doesn't assume that everybody knows. Are you with me? Today, the flow time, he said something. He said that one time, now the person is a pastor with more than 1,000 members. Full-time pastor. First love pastor. He went to church in UK. And when he got there, he was only member that the pastor preached to. The pastor himself, the person projecting, and the person playing the keyboard. And then he was the only member sitting down listening to the pastor. So that means if he had not gone, the pastor wouldn't have preached to. Maybe probably would have preached to the, the projector, technical person, and then the person on the keyboard. But today, that person has a branch that they have more than 1,000 members. Are you with me, please? So what God does is that that time that a pastor or somebody will say something, not for the whole congregation, but for only one person. And I'm saying that if you don't know, come. It's not something that, I mean, it's not to me. Because many people have joined us. They have not even been to come before. They don't know what it means. They don't know what it entails. Are you with me? And therefore, it's our responsibility to make sure some of these brethren will know. So camp is simply just a gathering of the saints in a secluded place where we set ourselves aside to hear and listen to a man of God preaching to us morning, evening, af- morning, afternoon, evening, nine, for about three days. Are you with me, please? That is camp meeting, you know. So, what is root rally? Amen. So, the root, the root rally is just like a camp, but it's a day which is picked, and we all gather at one location. It's important to bring your uh, listening devices, um, cell phone, uh, tablet, iPad, and uh, we listen to mostly messages for the whole day, and the messages are messages from the founder of the church, Bishop Dark Stewart Mills. And huh. <clears throat> throughout the process, we have breaks, lunch breaks, water breaks, whatnot, and some prayer sessions. That is my experience with uh, Ruth um, Rally. Yeah, Daniel, you know, but I didn't want to. Because of that, next week you are going to preach. Hallelujah. That's exactly what Daniel has said. Well, we gather at one place and then we listen the key. We listen to a message whilst we are still praying. Hallelujah. And it's supposed to last for 12 hours. Are you with me? Yeah. So, um, in our branch, I've been thinking about whether we should come here. Hallelujah. And it's Saturday. So, Saturday, well, how will the parking be? We have to park at the meters. Are you with me? And when I was checking them 
for an hour in this neighborhood, by the time we finish the 12 hours, anyone who will park at the meter will pay roughly around $50. Are you with me? Yeah, so um, I thought about it and I said maybe it will be better for us to join another branch that we may not pay that amount of money. Is it a good thing? Yeah. So, we wanted to go to Brooklyn, but it's not, the place is not available. We wanted to join Bronx, and I stood that it's not available. So now we have Yonkers and New Jersey. But I do understand that Yonkers is also difficult to assess with public transport. And even though they have meters, Yonkers meters is not bad. It's 25 cents an hour, which is far much, much, much better, you know. But so I want to give the brethren the option to come to New Jersey or to go to Yonkers. Are you with me in place? So, and because of that, in order for us to know who is going where and who is coming, I would like us to register. You know, as a shepherd, I would like to know at, at that time where the sheep will also be. Are you with me, please? So, today, after shepherd's meeting, after church, we will talk more about it. So, we need to decide, think about it. We have two weeks. It's from morning to the evening. We don't have the time for New Jersey yet. I don't have any care about the time for young kids, but I will update you. Roughly from maybe 6 o'clock to 6 o'clock, maybe 8 o'clock to about 6 or... Normally, many times, we don't cover the 12 hours. Many times, many times. That is the reality. Are you with me, please? But it's an exercise that it will really help all of us. And we need it. Brethren, we need some of these things. Hallelujah. You know, um, Brother Yannick posted something on the Francophone platform, and I put it on all the other platforms. And he says that, he says that for those, I don't know Apache, if we go to gym. Do we go to gym? Some people do go to gym. <laughs> the bus and the train itself is a gym, right? Wow. I do agree with you, sister. And it's a sign, a sign that they have, I think it's a church, church of God something. And he said that it is hard to get in shape spiritually if you only work out on Sunday. Work out means I'm going to gym. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Can you imagine if you want to have, you want to be in shape, you know, then you work out only once a week. I don't know which sports that you can do to do that. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. When I heard the number of hours that uh, the brother who is almost like a fish, what's his name? Michael. Michael. Hey. The number of hours he swims in, in the day, you may be wondering if the brother is running a marathon. Hours and hours and hours. No doubt on one single he can win single Olympic game. He can win about eight gold medals or something, seven. 
Hallelujah. So for us to be in shape spiritually, we need to have meetings. We can't just come on to church on Sunday and survive. Are you with me, please? And you can see that during the week, because of secular activities, even to listen to a message yourself, and many of us, even in the trains and the buses, we don't have our earpiece with us. In the, those who are driving, they don't even sometimes, you don't even get a chance to slot in a message to listen to. And then when we are home, somebody will say that at my workplace, there was so much noise. So when I come home, I just want to have this peace, peace, peace. So the last thing you would like to hear is to hear something that is going on. Hallelujah. That's why many people do not watch TVs. Because after so much noise at the workplace, ping, 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 sometimes you wonder this particular person intentionally came here for me. Because every two minutes, this person needs help. <laughs> Is that what it is? I've worked in a hospital before in UK. I used to do 88 hours a week. Wow. Yeah. A lot. And I'm sure that time if they had left, I would have worked maybe 120 hours a week. Hallelujah. So we need root camp, we need root rallies. Root, this root rally, I'm expecting many of us. Let's come. It's less stressful, but you will be fulfilled. You will be strengthened. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4. going to share with you a message that I believe many of us have heard so many times, but any time I get opportunity to hear the word of God, to me, it is opportunity to learn more. Paul said, for me to repeat the same thing, it is not grievous, but for you, it is profitable. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Because the word of God can be revealed as many as seven times. You can read one verse, but the revelation you can get from that one verse can be seven times. So if you know one, two, three, that means four, five, six, and seven, they are all missing. Are you with me, please? Yes. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. 7 to 9. Chapter 4. Wisdom, Pastor Nana, please. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Mm. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get, get wisdom. wisdom. And with all thy getting, get what? Understanding. understanding. He did not say get wisdom again. Hallelujah. Amen. And I've said it so many times in this church that you can see you cannot separate wisdom and understanding. Anywhere that wisdom is coming, the one that follows is understanding. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So you see that the two of the two, these powerful two spirits, they help us to do well and to know how to maneuver right. on this earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm sharing from the book Seven Great principles. Amen. Hallelujah. Seven great 
principles. Amen. And I believe that by the time we finish these seven great principles, many of us will have a lot of wisdom and understanding. A principle is a revelation. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. A principle is to have understanding into how something is done. Hallelujah. That is why if you find out even electric vehicles, hallelujah, they run on certain principles. In fact, many machineries, many tools, many vehicles, you know, including the airplanes, they run on principles. Hallelujah. And it doesn't matter who is applying the principle. Once you follow the sequence of the principle, it will work for you. Hallelujah. That is why you will notice that Boeing 787 or the 737, the 737 is the older version of, I think, 787 or something like that, that it has about two or three levels. Their engines are, even some of them, they are four. Two here, two here. And they are huge. Hallelujah. So you see that that aircraft, the principle that will lift it up from the ground, and that principle is basically to overcome gravity. Hallelujah. So once it powers up and it lifts itself up and it's going, they keep the same principle going. You can also have a small aircraft that will, can also use the same principle at Princeton Airport or not upstate in New York, some of these small, small, small airports. Hallelujah. The same principle left the same uh, airplane up. Hallelujah. So sometimes certain people, many people sometimes become successful when they find certain principles that it works for them. And they keep applying it, applying it. Hallelujah. So I believe that by the time we finish these seven great principles, we will understand salvation and we will also understand who we are. Hallelujah. Because many people do not know why we are on this earth and who we are. Hallelujah. So the Solomon said, said, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and with all thy getting, get what? Understanding. Then verse the next one. Verse 8, please. Verse 8. Exalt her. This is something that I've been trying to understand more because we, it was talking about wisdom. Hallelujah. Then in the next verse, it's change the wisdom, the name to her. Hallelujah. That is why one time I was saying that I believe that women many times God created them to be like what we are reading here. Because we define them as hairs. Even those who are trying to change their physical body to become like them, they, they don't call themselves him again. They call themselves, how do they call themselves again? He, she. They, right? Anytime I'm filling application, I see they, they, them, them, that I get confused. Straight, then I, I ask somebody, what, what does it mean? Straight, what does it mean? It, it all doesn't all make these sense. Things. It doesn't Before, make sense. it was not like that. It's a shame. Why all these confusions in this world? That is why we need the word of God more. Amen. We must come to a point that believers are convinced That's right. that the word of God is everything. That's right. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes. And we should, we should get into them now because I'm sure a time will come many of the scriptures can easily be twisted. Amen. You're preaching, Reverend. Be twisted. Bible is about to be modified. So you see that the word has changed from wisdom to her. Exalt her and she shall, she promote, shall promote what? Thee. And she shall bring thee to what? Anna. When thou doest embrace what? Her. The next one. Verse 9, please. Uh-huh. Verse 9. She shall give thee. Uh-huh. She shall give to thine head. An, an ornament, ornament of, of grace. grace. You can and compare this particular statement to First Peter chapter three, verse seven. You're preaching. That if you don't listen to the wife, the grace that is upon our lives, you know, will be taken away. And that is what he's trying to say. First Peter. Likewise, ye husband, dwell with them according to knowledge. Giving honor. Is that not what we read? We, yes. Did we see uh, the word honor in that verse in yes, Proverbs please. 7 over there? Giving honor unto, unto the, the wife as unto the, the weaker, weaker vessel. vessel. And that is why many things we get confused. Because there are many things that you may be thinking they should understand. They should come along with you. But they will not understand. Preach it. And come along. Preach it. Hallelujah. But... The fact that the person is weak does not mean that you cannot honor the person. That's right. You can still honor the person. Hallelujah. Amen. You have changed. First Peter. Uh-huh. It says that unto the weaker vessel has been heads together of the grace of life. Of life. Yes. That in your prayers not be, be not, not what? Hindered. So when the grace is not abounding. It means that we are not honoring her. We are not acknowledging that she is a weaker vessel mm. and that we want her to be like us. Mm. Am I saying it right? But we will never be the same. Absolutely I mean, not. They say, no, 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 no. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So let's go to the Proverbs, please. Verse 8. She shall give, exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She mm-hmm. shall bring thee to the honor mm-hmm. when thou dost embrace her. Mm-hmm. Verse 9, please. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. Mm-hmm. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Ornament of grace and the crown. That is why the world is not a scripture, but they say that behind every successful man, there is a woman. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? We just have to understand how we would dwell with With them. Amen. Hallelujah. And that is the difficult part. Because I'm sure God himself was surprised when what Eve did. (laughs) Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. So, you can see that these are great principles that Solomon stated them one after the other. Hallelujah. You know, Bishop said, each, he says that, 
it was principle that allowed human beings to fly sky, kites and the airplanes. And, it, it, they are all principles. Principles, principles, principles. As the person sitting by you, do you have some principles in your life? What are some of your principles? Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? Yes, So please. I want us to dive into the first principle, as many of us may know. Principle number one. We are talking about seven great principles. Principle number one. Man is a spirit. Man is a spirit. Uh-huh. He has a soul and lives in a body. Hallelujah. Wow. It's like almost everybody knows. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and lives in a body. But I can assure you that out of more than 6 billion people, only maybe 1% may know that every human being is a spirit. Then he has a soul. That means you have, you have three components as you are sitting here. You are in three forms. You are a spirit, you have a soul, and then you live in a body. Hallelujah. So you will find out that all these three parts, they are so important, but many for us to be able to live successfully on this earth, in everything that we are doing, but many times we dwell on the one that we see, which is the body. Hallelujah. The body is very important. We cannot ignore the body and also do well. Hallelujah. Many things that affect the body will always affect also the soul and the spirit. And am I saying something right? How do we get high blood pressure and all these things? Stress, depression. And sometimes it comes by having extra weight. Hallelujah. So when the soul is not well, it will affect you. When the body is not well, it will affect you. See the body as a bucket. Hallelujah. When the bucket is strong, it can contain the water for a long time. And the water is your spirit. So you see that they pronounce people as the person is dead. And they say that we believers, we know that at that time, the spirit of the person has just left the body. Hallelujah. And we watch movies. If you watch the movie Ghosts, you know, you watch other movies. Sometimes they leave the body in the hospital and then they stand by the body and look at the body. Am I saying something here? Or we don't watch movies here. So in the Jewish culture, when somebody dies, they keep the person for more than three days. For three days because they believe that Within the three days, the strength of the person is still around, you know, and the person can come back and enter the body and come back and begin to breathe again. Hallelujah. That is why sometimes people that they're going to bury the person in the front or they are taking the person to some place that the person is not dead. The person is, maybe at that time they were checking, the, the street had left, but somehow, somehow, somewhere, the street came back into the body and the, body, the person started breathing again. Hallelujah. Am I saying something, please? Or in the church, we don't talk about dead and all these 
is scary, right? First Thessalonians 5.23. 1 Thessalonians 5.23. 1 Thessalonians mm-hmm. chapter 5, verse 23. Mm-hmm. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul was praying for the people in Thessalonica and was saying that, as I'm praying, I'm not praying for only your spirit, I'm not praying for only your I'm praying for your whole being, the the very God of peace, sanctify you holy, and then semicolon, I pray, I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved. The spirit, the soul, and the body be preserved blameless. That means any time each of these three part components of you is affected, there will be a blame. Imbalance. That is the way. Hallelujah. Unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. As, as Jesus is coming, he's interested in our spirit. He's interested in our soul. And he's interested in our body. Preserved and be blameless before him. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Look. We, I want us to understand this thing very well. It will change the way we do things. It will make us very strong Christians. Amen. Hallelujah. It will help us to make, you know, top decisions. Prioritize things in a certain way. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. The spirit portion of us is so important. And sometimes you wonder, the spirit, what can you... You know, if you read the story of the rich man and Lazarus, it reveals a lot about the soul and the spirit. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 16, verse 19, please. Luke 16, 19. Luke 16, 19. Mm. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fed sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate, full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. Mm. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. How can you carry something? Because we know that on this earth, when somebody dies, we carry the physical body and we put it in the grave. But he said that the beggar died and the angels came and then did what? And carried the person. If you cannot touch the thing, that means you cannot carry the thing. That means what they came for, the straight being, was not just, it's also a, something that they could touch. Are you with me, please? Yeah. They could touch. If I carry this, that means I can touch it. I can, I can handle it. I can feel it. Are you with me? I can feel it. Hallelujah. So the spirit is not just something that, I mean, yeah. 
It's not a mist. It's not, it's not, I, I don't know how to, you carry this. They came for the spirit being. They carried the, the Lazarus spirit. The body, not the physical thing. The physical thing, we all know that we will bury the person. But they came. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 9. Before we continue on this. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 9. Hebrews 12, 9. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of Let's spirits? Let's read Amplified Version for this. 7. Hmm. 12, 9. Let's read... Let's read 8, 9, and 10. From Hebrews 12, 8. Now, uh -huh. if you are exempt from correction and left without discipline, in which all of God's children share, then you are illegitimate offspring and not true sons at all. Are we God's children? Yes, please. Good. Thank you. We Good deserve discipline. Uh-huh. 9. Moreover, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us and we yielded to them and respected them for training us. Shall we not much more cheerfully submit to the Father of Spirit and so true live? So we are, the Bible Paul is talking about God now. And the Bible is saying that he is the Father of Spirits. And therefore if we are his children that means we are spirit beings. Hallelujah. John 4, 24 says that God is a spirit and therefore those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Are you with me? So you can see that human beings are not just a physical being. If you are just a physical being, then I don't know. Then we just have to come into this earth. We, we eat, we we build ourselves, we build careers, we build properties, we do many things, great things, fantastic things, and then we die, and then they bury us. And that is the end. MS. No. There must be more to us. More to us. More to us. That is why you find out that evolution theory is not really... And I mean, the more you go into it, the more you find out that that thing does not make sense. Because anything that exists on this earth has an owner. Mm. Is that true statement? Anything that exists on this earth, anything you see, it has an owner. So who owns us? Who brought us? Are you with me? If you see a property, it has an owner. If you see a goat, it has an owner. If you see sometime, something, it has anything, it has an owner. Hallelujah. That means if we are walking around, going up and down, somebody owns us. Hallelujah. Are you with me? We did not come from just a big bang. No. No. Then there should be many of the banks. Bam, bam, bam. Then we keep multiplying. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yeah. So God is saying that if we accept our fathers, every fathers, to discipline us, and that is why fathers must learn how to what? Discipline. discipline. We must first discipline ourselves and then Rich. learn to discipline the children. And when your father is disciplining you, don't say that my father does not like me. 
Hallelujah. And Bishop was talking about it today. Let's continue. Short time as seems to be the best. Oh, you've changed to from nine. Go to nine. And we, and we submitted and respected them for training us. Shall we not much willingly submit to the Father of Spirit. spirits? Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. Second Corinthians, please. Give me the message Bible version. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1. Second Corinthians. We are just trying to establish more that we are spirits. We are spirits as, as, as human beings. The message Bible, 2 Corinthians 5, one. 5, only 1. Maybe you cannot give the 1. But it says that, for instance, we know that when these bodies of ours are taken down like tents and folded away, this body that we see, they will be replaced by what? Resurrection bodies, bodies in, in heaven. heaven. So that means as we go to heaven, we are going to go there with a physical being. Amen. It's not like a street that you won't see anyone. Hallelujah. Amen. Brethren, are you with me, please? So that brings us to that story. You know, so you can see that we are number one straight, and then we have a soul. Hallelujah. And in that story, Luke chapter 16, the 19, maybe from the 24 going, they carried Lazarus to the bosom of Father Abraham. How can you put somebody in the bosom of somebody? Can you put yourself on the bosom of your husband now? Put your head. Just get closer so that can you... Please... You see, it's not a spirit being. It's a physical thing. Putting the head on the chest. You see how she's smiling as the head was. <laughs> hey. There's comfy, comfy over here. There's comfy, right? Do you need that at home? Comfortable. Oh, you are just one of the brothers. Of, uh, oh, leave me. You too, too. At you a know. particular hours. At particular hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear Jesus. Then it came to pass that the beggar died. No, move to the next one. The verse 23, please. Uh -huh. Then he died, this poor man, and was taken by. I hope it's not. Oh, this is the message. Give us, go, go back to the, the, same, the same King and James. I, yeah, King James. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Mm -hmm. The rich man also died and was buried. Mm -hmm. 23 place. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torment, and seeth Abraham afar. Seeth Abraham afar off. Seeing, seeth Abraham afar. We are talking about what? The eyes. Hallelujah. And then the next one. And Lazarus in his bosom. Lazarus in his bosom. Uh -huh. 24. Uh -huh. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on how, me. How do you cry? Physically crying. Physically out. crying. The three being is crying. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. So you can see that as, we are as I'm standing here, I have another person in me. 
that is the same component, it's like the same thing as I'm standing here. Right. He has everything. Hallelujah. Pastor, no, just, he's just even revealing to me why we must really develop our spiritual eyes to see afar, to discern things. Because we cannot continue to draw on these two things, this physical thing, these physical eyes. Isn't it amazing that the Bible talks about our senses? Discernment is about utilizing your senses, your hearing well. Jesus said, seeing, are you not also seeing? Hearing, are you not hearing too? So that means this thing is another person inside. These two, there's another person there. The mouth, there's another person inside. All the five senses that we are talking about, there's also another part. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. You know, it just occurred to me that that is why the Bible, God wants us to dwell, not to dwell on this physical, because if we dwell on this physical, we will fail miserably on if, this earth. If we dwell on physical. Because we cannot, the world is not what we see. The world that we see, the world that we see as we are all sitting here, is not what we no, 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 no. If you want to contend with something that is spiritual, you need to go into the spiritual realm. Preaching. You are preaching. Hallelujah. Are you with me? I totally Yeah, so therefore we need to come to the point where we can develop the spiritual senses, spiritual eyes. You know, I tell people all the time, I was watching a chance on a YouTube thing, and this guy said, I have been, um, I've not been in a relationship for four years. You know, waiting to see if I can take my time and enter into marital relationship. Mm. So his brother, elder brother, stepped out and brought in three nice young ladies. <laughs> you know, so the guy came and said, These three nice ladies, choose one. You know, so he just stood and folded his arm like that. And then look at all the three and then choose one. And after he chose the one, he asked the guy, the, the lady to come and stand by him. And then the other two ladies, they started fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one that they, he, you have been chosen already, then he saw that the other one is beating the other person. And then he went to join the one who was being defeated and beat the other. So the guy stood and looked at, I'm sure he was surprised that the whole thing has become physical. Then finally he said he will not choose any of them. If it is you, will you choose them? Just the way they are fighting, even here. To the point of Pasanana, they remove all these beautiful things on their heads. (laughs) Yesterday, we were in the program um, Reverend Osei and, and JC and the MC of this program, Pastor Nana, he said there's a game. You put three chairs there and there's four chairs. Two brothers and two sisters to come and sit on it. And then he tells you that I will ask you to go and find me something among the people there. The person who will bring the, the thing I'm asking for the last and you will be eliminated. So number one, he said, go and get me a dollar. Right? From some, you can go to anyone, anybody can offer it. So when you get a dollar, you come and sit down. If you don't get it, you come last, you are eliminated. Then when they finished, they said, the next one, he said, 
go, somebody said, they should go and look for a wig. Can you imagine, Pastor Anna, under somebody's wedding? Whose wig will you remove at that time? And somebody got a wig. <laughs> I mean, the person who won. <laughs> ah, what brought this wig thing? <laughs> yeah, the people fought. You know, one of the sisters, <laughs> one of the sisters over there removed her wig and gave it to his brother who was sitting on the chair. <laughs> and her husband was there. <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> so, what I'm saying is that we cannot continue to dwell. So the brother was, you can't choose a wife and that three nice ladies. And amazing thing, Pastor Anna, when they come, one of the things these days I have seen, I've heard, I thought the first joke, but when people said 360, do you know what 360 means? Just push up. 360 means that. I'm sure many of the people here, they understand the 360. That means turn around, let me see. Uh-huh. And they're turning around, you know. It's not your head that they are looking, they want to see. Ah. <laughs> the Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine, Pastor Mercy. The outward man. <laughs> Hallelujah. So they took this person now. Yes, the verse is right there. And then he cried and said, Father, Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the finger of his, the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in what? Now flame. it has shifted from the spiritual being into the, the soul. Pain, agony, emotional pain, physical pain. You can feel it. Hallelujah. So you can see that the street goes to heaven and the soul also follows. Hallelujah. That is why one of the difficult verse, my snow verse that I now I love it so much is Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is sharper and powerful than any two-edged sword. It piercing even to the dividing asunder of this the soul and the spirit and then bone and marrow. You see, the bone and marrow, any doctor here, any pharmacist here, any nurse here will tell you that physical, I'm sure the doctors may know, my dear daughter, you will find out that to even physically separate the two, I'm sure it can be difficult. It's only when we cook bone and you see the thing inside and then you can easily sometimes use a fork or a knife or suck it with your tongue out of it. But if you examine it and it's not good, I'm sure it can easily not be separated easily. Is that true? The bone, you have a bone, like a brown bone. You have this marrow inside. And that is how sometimes you are not sure it's your spirit that is suffering or your soul that is going through difficulty. Hallelujah. Amen. But the word of God, deep understanding 
of the word will tell you exactly what you, you are going through. So John 3, 2, it says that, Beloved, I wish above all things that mayest prosper as thy soul. That's what? Prospers. And you can see that it's not mentioned your spirit, but the soul, when the soul is doing well, it comes from the spirit. And the spirit being gets its food from the word of God. So once you feed the spirit with the word of God, the soul becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. That is why depression cannot be cured with a physical medication. Are you with me, please? It cannot be cured with a physical thing. Oh, yeah. And I always thank the, the, the people that God has given them understanding into some of these things. You get it. We need both. The word of God is everything. It's everything. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren? Yes. Therefore, we are not just a woman. We are a spirit. We have a soul. Mommy, you have a soul. And therefore, we need to pay attention. The feeding of the soul comes from the word. In fact, it comes from the spirit being. We need to make sure the spirit being is strong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then sometimes you can even feel that even when you know that depression brings weakness in your body, you don't feel like doing anything. You feel so there's some heaviness upon you. You can't do much. That is why sometimes people trying to shake, I mean, shake off the depression just by going to exercise. It helps a little. Oh, am I saying it right? Yeah. When you exercise, you are maybe aerobic or lifting weights and the blood is flowing through your, I don't know how it works, but I'm sure the doctors and nurses and the pharmacists, they can flow through your brain, everything. It brings some release, you know. It takes away the depression a little bit. But those who are really heavily depressed, they don't want to do anything. They just want to be at one place. Some of them turn them into eating. Just eat and become more weaker and weaker and weaker. Hallelujah. Yeah. But these things will not happen to you. Because wisdom and understanding is coming. We will not allow our spirit being to go down. We need him on this earth. We need her on this earth. When we need that person also in heaven. Hallelujah. The principle number two. Let me give that one and then we close. Hmm. Principle number two. The spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. The spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. One of the things that is these days, I ask myself a lot of questions, brethren. Because when I hear certain things in the house of God, in the church of God, among brethren, that we call ourselves 
beloved. Beloved means that the beloved somebody you are going to marry. Paul used that word like a person in the house of God. Hallelujah. Your godly brother or sister. Are you with me? That's your beloved. That we hear things among ourselves in the house of God. You wonder, is it true that we are seeing this in the church? Or we are hearing this in the church? Hallelujah. But you will find out that many of these situations, if you are truly saved, which we find it difficult to say because judgment is not something that God wants us to do. Hallelujah. And it's something that, you know, in fact, the Bible says that do not, do not judge. That's a, it's, a, it's a command. But there are certain things, it's not judgment, but you bring awareness to the person that it looks like this behavior, it means that you are not saved. The spirit of the unsaved man is dead and then desperately wicked. When something is dead, that means your conscience is sealed. It, you, are, you don't have feeling. You don't have any, you know, I don't know if I can say it well. You know, when I'm dead, I'm just dead. That is why if we want to go up in the kingdom of God, we need to go down. We die to a lot of things that can make us alive and say, uh, I feel the pain or a life that we are so sensitive even to statements that people will make. People say something, you get offended, you get angry. You got to, the Bible says that we should, before we can be, be fruitful, we need to die to all these things. To the flesh. Hallelujah. We die to these things. That's the number one. The unsafe person is there. And then desperately wicked. Wicked. I found out that now people can easily, you just go and buy a drink with your friend. Then, as you are chatting with your good intention, and then people go out with strange and poison in their bag that they can just put the, the, the poison in your drink and then just kill you like that. Because there are certain deaths you don't understand. The person went out. You know, and came back, coming to rest. And then as soon as the person slept, the person did not wake up again. And you find out, why do you want to put poison into this person's drink? Yeah. Somebody even said that, even, they say when you go out and you are drinking... You go and use the restroom. When you come back, don't drink again. And that is what, that is, you come back, don't drink. But I've heard that in order even to test your water, seal the bottle and then squeeze the bottle to see if there's water will come up because they can use a pin. It's so small that as it's sitting there, the water will not come out. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. But when you squeeze, you, you know, they put, they inject the thing. It's the strength is so small. So as it's sitting there, you'll seal it. There's no leakage, nothing like that. Until you squeeze it like this, then you see that the thing is coming out. When you see that, don't drink it again. Uh-huh. 
That one is a spiritual. I'm talking about physical things. That one is just a spiritual things. I want your hair. I want your shoe. I want your cloth. I want your, you know, even pictures. You get it. You get it. They're all in the Bible. Yeah. You can call somebody into being just using the person's picture. This is not that maybe that's another another thing. That's what believers really must understand certain things. Hallelujah. Amen. Desperately wicked. You give somebody back home a place. The person does not have a place to live home. You say, I'm not here. Be a caretaker in this place. <laughs> you just take care. Don't pay rent. Don't pay anything. Can you imagine? You are living in a place. And then sometimes you, the person will even give you money to buy power set that you can turn some of the ACs on. You are enjoying for free. For the person to come back from outside and say, now I'm coming to settle, so I want to s- settle you. And then this person will plan and just kill. Desperately wicked. Yeah. It happened. It one happened back home where I come from. One somebody, even his own, his own, his own um, sibling. Yeah. And the amazing thing, he and the wife, they were not living in the household. They were living in their hotel. And then you just offered to cook for them. They ate your food and the following day, all of them didn't wake up. The spirit of an unsaved man. And I'm saying that before, before maybe my age, this age, I would have said that out there, but now in the church of God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And we are being, you know how, sometimes it's tough, you know, because you are building. You want people to come. And then you see something, you want to ask yourself, if I say this, would the person come back again? Yeah. We have to say, and we have to come to a point that we have to say the way it is. It is the word of God. Hallelujah. And then if you really love you, look, the Bible says it clearly. If you love your children, you will not spare them with the rod. Of correction. No, 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 no. And that is why it's even if you are in the church, you've been in the church and the pastor cannot admonish you at all. I don't think it's a good sign. It's, I don't think it's, yeah? That my, my father or my mother and one of the things that it can easily, Satan can easily, you know, Bishop says something today. And, you know, I beg you, let's really follow the prophet and the pastor God has given to us. The wisdom in the man of God is another level. Are you with me, please? Yeah. That, you know, he said that the, the parable of the talent, the one who said, I know that I know you. Thou are this. So Bishop said, anyone, anytime you come to a point that you know this, he said, it's a very dangerous place to be. And it's an evil. Because the guy ended in, an, at that, at the, in the, the lake of fire. The lake of fire. That, 
outer darkness. Yeah, let me put it. Yeah. I know. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. I know Reverend Kwame. As for this situation, I know what Reverend will say. Yeah. As for this one, I know Reverend Ain. He loves the woman. The woman. He's always preaching good things about the woman. Not we, the brothers. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, I won't do that. Hallelujah. Are you happy that you came to church? Oh, yes. Yeah. Brethren, Jeremiah 17, I. So what I want to say is that the admonition and the, the counsel here, my counsel here for this particular point is that let all of us believers come to a point that this statement is true. And therefore, any time that you are, in, you are trying to enter into something with somebody who is not saved, and that saved part, I want to you leave it to your, your judgment. You define if, whether the person is saved or the person is not saved. Hallelujah. Amen. Into business partnership, marital relationship, you know, anything, 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 you define. Hallelujah. Because if you get a saved person, it's always like, look, how can I leave my children with you? And I say, now, you have done enough for me. I'm coming for my children. And then you have the strength and the, there's something to tell me that I cannot let you come for my, the children. How? Have you heard some before? I leave my children with you. Take care of them for me. And then after some years, and because of that, I, invest, I, I, I send you money all the time. And many times, they say no because the money you are bringing, it's have to use it to make my budget. So you cannot come for these children. If you come for these children, are you going to agree that you will continue to send the money or you will stop it? If you continue to bring the money, then I will agree that I come and take the children. If you will not continue, then I cannot release the children. <laughs> That's the desperation. That's the desperation. And people can do anything. If they have to consult a cortic realm for you to die, they will do it. Wickedness will cause them to do it. Ah. Amen. Jeremiah 17 9. The heart is deceitful above all things. Yes. And it's what? Desperately wicked. Wicked. Who, Who can, can know yeah. it? The heart of the unsaved person. That is what it means. Hallelujah. Amen. Brethren, are you, are you with me, please? Yes, please. Romans 1.18, Romans 1.21. For the wrath of God is revealed from 1.18, revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. Mm -hmm. 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful became vain in their imagination and their foolishness, their foolish heart was darkened. Mercy. 
So the darkness part of the person's heart can be revealed any time once you are with the person. Mm. Because what can make somebody decide that I will kill this person who brought cash up? Are we not all using cash up? It's not a good thing. Somebody who can generate, I mean, jobs. An application that, you know, you use it is very fantastic, like Zelle. Now, you go somewhere, you don't have, you don't bother to have a checkbook. Even the checkbooks, we are writing them. I mean, we are buying them from the banks. Then you have to get pen to write it. So, you want to give somebody money, you are not sure. And the checkbook, even if you look at the whole checkbook, your address is on it, your full name is on it. You know, once somebody can get to address your full name, many people can just use this few information to do many evil things. But this is the situation that you just sell cash, cash up, through cash up, sell, and it goes. And somebody who can develop something like this has created jobs, and then something can enter and say, I want to kill the person. This application will not be the same again. I believe that since the day that Steve Jobs died, Apple has not been the same again. They give us phones, they give us uh, cameras, different cameras. Just different cameras. Somebody was asking me, what version are we now? I don't even know whether 15, 16, 17, because I'm not, I'm not there yet. <laughs> 14, yeah. You just watch. How many cameras do we have for the 14? Three. And then 15, they were just trying to add another one and then you know, change the shape a little bit. I'm telling you, since the day that the man passed away, that company, in terms of technological development, is not the same again. To the same way, the cash-up application will not be the same again. Because of the spirit of an unsaved man, what is it that will let you just take somebody's soul and somebody's life? I think we should end here. Is it a good thing too? It's a powerful message. Wow. What a blessing. Oh. Pastor, you should have told me that it's one o'clock. The message is good, Reverend. Please rise up. Rise Glory up. be to God. I'm sorry. Ancient ever true. Changing me, changing you. We have come with open hearts. Oh, let the Let me say this, please. This is why I personally believe that when God, through His grace, gives us people who are not in this category that I'm talking about, then we just really have to thank God and know how to appreciate such people in our lives. I don't know if you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. All that we have to understand is that no human being is perfect. No human being. But you can marry somebody for years, the person has not attempted to kill you. For years. Because as for the killing, sometimes you think, oh, the person cannot. Just the palm nut soup that you love a lot. Eh? Ah. 
Yeah. Mother's Day is coming. She will prepare some things. Mother's Day is coming. Let's appreciate these people. Let's appreciate them. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And the same day, when at the same time, when Father's Day also come, comes, we also appreciate the fathers. We have great mothers. We have great wives. We have people that, no matter the ups and the downs of our life, they, they want to be with us. They want to be with us. Because the spirit of the unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. Very wicked. But by the grace of God, we don't have these unsaved people with us. Hallelujah. It shouldn't wear. Come on. Changing me. Yes. And changing you. Have come with open hearts. Oh, let the angels start from the top. Come on, holy words, holy words, long preserved for our walk in this world. Be resound with us, oh. Come on. understood who we are. You have revealed to us, oh God, we are not just a physical being, but Lord, we are spirits. We have souls and we live in this body. Therefore, we ask, Lord, not only taking care of the physical being, dressing the physical being, standing in front of mirrors, for so many hours and after that there won't be a single food even for the spirit man help us to change this oh god may we be in shape spiritually not only in physical in the name of jesus we bless you oh god we honor you in jesus name and let the saints say hallelujah let's take our tithe and our offering We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us 
on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.